0: Ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of The Essential 11, brought to you by Acton Academy, Acton Academy Placer. If you live anywhere in Northern California, you absolutely know who this man is. We are speaking to Kataro Arai, better known as Taro. So the Makuni Empire around here is some of the best sushi you're going to get. Definitely some of the best environments you're going to get of any of the restaurants that you're going to go to. And uh, if you know Taro, uh, that is just a guy who is leading from the front, doing so much for so many people, uh, and just has an amazing story too. So I had a blast interviewing him, and I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Enjoy. And we are officially live with Kotaro Arai, my man, known known affectionately as Taro in this area. If you are in the Sacramento area, anywhere near Northern California, uh, we're talking to a, a local legend here. There's no doubt about it there's no doubt about it thank you for taking the time my brother I appreciate it thank you yeah and so and you were just on JM Ryerson's yesterday you guys just recorded yesterday is that right yes yes you know him so I know him and Lisa and so I had JM come in here and uh, he was on my podcast and then I just went over to their house for dinner uh, a couple weeks ago and they're like (laughs) They're like, Hey, ah. we just spent the day, you know, with Taro and I'm like, okay. So, and this is something you won't even remember. So I was at, uh, one of the last schools that I ran was adventure out here in, in, uh, Roseville. Okay. Right? So years ago, before I opened our school here, uh, the school that I'm at now at Acton Academy Plaster, before we opened that I ran adventure. And so at one point, I believe it was at a golf tournament. I got to actually speak. I was sitting there and speaking with you. And I think we had Bobby Jackson and mm-hmm. uh getting to getting to chat with three of us so that was many many years ago but that was oh. the first time you and i had ever gotten to at least chat a little bit so oh, cool. uh yeah so it's very cool man very cool
1: yeah yeah
0: so um so i want to give people a little bit of your background it was funny i had coffee with a friend this morning he said "Ooh, if you've got taro on there ask him about getting up every day, driving to San Francisco every morning to go source the the fish, like ask him about that. So I want to just get your, I want to get your story for the listeners. So just kind of the Reader's Digest version of just who you are, what you're doing and and kind of your journey to, you know, becoming, like I said, a Sacramento legend here. I don't
1: know. So a five minute version of, I mean, how about I, why I came to the United States? Do you know? Okay, yeah, let's do it. I love it. Yeah, so I was kind of crazy kid in Japan. Um, I had a reverse mohawk, yes. not mohawk, just shoes. reverse, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> You're that, that guy. It's different. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, uh, in school, junior high school especially, you have to wear same clothes, same shoes. I just couldn't stand it. I want to be myself. Yeah. And the first day in junior high school, everybody had to wear a black uniform with a white shoes with a yellow trim. And my parents didn't have much money, so I got the black uniform from my older cousin. The shoes didn't fit, so I went to go shopping. It was expensive. I found the red shoes for half off, so I told my dad, Red will do it for me. I got in school, I realized I was the only one with the wrong color shoes. Right (laughs) morning assembly. Principal said, "You kid on the shoes, come up to the podium." I was like, "Yes, I'm yes, this place. is what I am <laughs> waving at my <laughs> friends, and you know, 2,500 students are looking at me. Yeah. And then you know, principal said, "Turn around, yes, sir." And he starts smacking my face. Oh my gosh! I was bleeding all over. And then school, you know, principal said, "If you don't follow your, you know, follow the rules, that we're gonna do to you." Wow. So I wasn't that special. <laughs> wow. So I gave those shoes to my principal. I didn't wear shoes for a year. I was kind of a wild kid. Meanwhile, I told my dad, I can't be myself. What do I do? My dad said, I heard America is a good place for you to go. I yeah. said, OK, I'm going to America. So I was 11 years old. I started doing the newspaper route for every day for five years and raised $6,000. And I told my parents, I'm going to America. Oh, <laughs> and then my brother, and my sister, parents, they all said, How about we go all together? But they didn't have money, but they knew I had enough money to pay for them. Yeah. So we ended up coming to the United States. Holy and God. then my dad, you know, is a has been a pastor all his life. Yep. We found the church in Sacramento, three members, you know, Japanese first generation. Yeah. So they pay my dad $450 a month. That was his pay. But luckily, because of that, we got a green card. That was a miracle. Yeah. But anyway, so me and my brother did a newspaper out right again collecting cans cardboard that's what we did every day meanwhile my mom and sister did a housework and that's how we lived for our first two years moving about 10 times oh. and meanwhile my dad said son i had a dream i said what is it we're opening a restaurant together i said dad you never cook in your lifetime you've never done business no english no money no friends that's not possible but my dad said, "Hey God, give me a vision." And next time I know to make it quick, I met, we met the one Japanese guy from Japan, and he asked us what we're doing. My dad shared the dream, and he sent us three hundred thousand dollars. Oh my! That's So goodness. we got the money. The only problem is, in high school I didn't speak English. Somebody said. If you don't understand, just say, no problem. I said, okay, no problem. this is <laughs> favorite teacher. No problem. No problem. <laughs> so they used to call me, Mr. No Problem. I got this on the homecoming dance. No problem. Yes. They made a circle for me. I danced by myself in the middle. That's oh, my high school right? And then I carried that in business, too. They said, this hood is $50,000. No problem. This lighting system is $15,000. No problem. We ran out of money within six months. Wow. And then after that was just, ooh, done. Yeah. More we worked, more we lose money, and we lost money, and then cut us off, vendors cut us off, because we couldn't pay anybody. Yeah. We couldn't pay six months lease, six months rent. Uh, after 120 days of not paying to the vendors, they cut You know, they Yeah, cut us off, they cut ties, right? nice. yep. COD. So like, you know, your friend was saying, if I want to fish, I have to go drive to San Francisco yeah. about one thirty in the morning because I had a three hundred thousand miles, three hundred dollars car, Toyota Corona sixty eight. Every hour, after, I have to add the water, pour water and oil, Elvis. and gas. yes, yes, every just to get to the San Francisco and I pick up a few pounds of tuna. I drove back. I mean, one thirty I leave. About seven thirty I come back. Takes about six hours. i yeah. will doing everything. Then, you know, sleep a little bit, go work about nine and work all day till, I mean, midnight and do the same thing again. I used to do that hand there.
0: Holy cow. That's how we did. That is one of the, that's one of my favorite stories that I've ever heard, ever.
1: It's crazy. I mean, I don't know. I just kept working and I told my dad when I was 21, that was the hardest time for me. I love basketball. Lunch break, I went out to play, I broke my ankle. And then I dislocated my middle finger. (laughs) I came back to work.
0: After another. I had
1: to sharpen my knife. Boom, cut my hands wide open. And I'm having also because I had so much stress. So I told my dad, come to the Sushiba, please. You look at me. I'm sticking out my middle finger. My stomach hurts. I'm sweating. And then my hands are all you know yeah are you still saying
0: are you still saying no problem
1: at this time I mean my ankle ankle was all broken and ice i said dad i don't think i can do this anymore and then i you know my dad said son you just have to keep digging i said we can't dig ourselves any deeper than this i asked him please go back to japan with me middle of the night let's do this he said yeah no keep digging i said why People of the foundation, God will build something amazing upon. And he said, son, just remember two things. It's not about what you know, but who you know. We had no business, constant business plan. We had no idea. Yep. So I started talking to every customer. It was easy, about 30 customers a day. So They helped us uh, so much. That's why I can't stop giving back. But second thing he said was, son, just do your best and let God do the rest. I said, all right, my best is so bad. But I can't do my best yeah. if it doesn't work out, but I'm upstairs. So since then, I changed my whole attitude. I'm going to have just fun what I do. I'm going to love what I do and do my best. That's all I can do. And I mean, since then, I never had a bad day because I'm just having so much fun. Yeah, life right. is good. And meanwhile, you know, got married, boom, 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 four kids in five years and when I had a second baby, my dad said, son, I had a dream. I said, no. Oh, no. Here we go yeah. again. I'm going to tell your daughter Chi owe me 1,000 sheep. I have a dream of having 1,000 customers a day. I said, dad, we have a little shop. That's impossible. But as soon as he said, the yoga shop closed down, video store closed down, haircut closed down, donut shop we have to move. We start having 1,000 customers on weekends. And then 99, second location, Roseville, 2003, downtown, 2005, Arden, 2006, Elk Grove, 2007, North Star, 2008, Denver, 2009, Davis, 2011, the Fountain, and then uh, Folsom, Concord. We expanded Davis to double the size. Family of five, now we have about 1,000 employees, right? Uh, From no fish for a while, we uh, we use about 52 tons of seafood every month. And from thirty customers a day to about one point eight million customers a year, so I'm living American dream. But my dad always said, "Give back to the community, give back to God," you know, yeah. because we couldn't have done it without God, yeah. without people in Sacramento. So that's why we started doing the newspaper. I mean, uh, a golf tournament, and the yeah. last golf tournament we raised two hundred fifty thousand dollars and. We raised more than million dollars for breast cancer navigator program. I mean, it's been amazing, it's unbelievable, amazing. I mean, I don't deserve this, but I thank God every morning. I thank our community every morning when I wake
0: up. But you know what? It is. It's a product of you having that belief, not only in yourself, but in the, that he would provide that you guys would be able to do this kind of stuff together. Right. It's that, and that, that decision to, to continue to dig deep and to continue to bring that energy and to not have a bad day anymore and to just pour into those customers. Right. It's infectious. And it's something that like, that's the reason you have, you have brought these people in. Everybody wants to be around that kind of spirit. And that's the spirit that you have. Anytime you walk into any of your locations, right. They're fun places to be They're fun places to be. People are having a good time. People are smiling. You know, that joy, that infectious, I'm not going to have a bad day, it permeates into every single one of your locations. I've probably been to, you know, maybe 10 or 12 of those that you have mentioned. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is, right? I mean, that's it. And that's your culture.
1: Thank you so much. I mean, I'm trying. I mean, um, you new mission statement you know, from Sushi yes. to the most loving and loved company. And, and loved. loved, yes. We don't have to be the best. We just yep. want to be loved, you know, and love, you know, loving, so. So good, my friends.
0: so good. And that's, you know, it's so important. I want people to hear that because, you know, and I, and I did not know the story about you as a as a student, you know, in Japan. And so, I, you know, I created Acton Academy Placer, you know, here in, in Roseville because I wanted students to know, You need to be the individual. Your life is going to change when you embrace who God created you to be. When you embrace who it is you actually are, you tap into that superpower. Now you're actually going to be able to create. So when we have our children's business fair, you know, all of our students, ages five, all the way up to 18, you know, they start a business every single year or they take their business into perpetuity. It's just part of who we are and what they do. And to see those students do it and it's around their passions and their superhero, you know, their power they're making, they're making money. You know, my own girls have bought, you know, I got a nine and seven, I got a nine, seven and four, right? My nine and seven year old girls, they wanted ponies. So they worked to make the money and they bought, we have horses now because they bought them.
1: Wow. That's amazing.
0: They bought them and that's the story and that they're not, and they're no different than everybody else that we have here. You know, our students know who they are. They're figuring out who they are and what their superpower is and bringing it to the world. And it just creates this infectious environment, you know, and it creates this loving, love is the, is the perfect word for it. It yeah. creates this loving, I mean, answer, you know. I
1: always so I go to high school, elementary yeah. school, do a sushi demonstration. And yeah. Yeah. I tell, I mean, every time that I have no talent, right? I mean, I'm pretty bad at language. I'm just finally learning how to speak English. And then I'm not really good at numbers. I have no strength if i can do it anybody can do it i think i'm the best encouragement for all the kids yeah they have a passion and that mean, they do the hard work in but of course I mean, yes well, that's it
0: that's what yes. and that's what did it all the other stuff is ancillary you can figure out all those you can teach people the numbers right? right you can teach people the systems like anybody can learn those things but it's the heart it's the drive it's the love it's the passion that's the thing that nobody's gonna be able to teach. you just have to you have to bring that you right. got to you got to bring that every day, and then when you bring that, everything else is is able to be figured out. Right. that's it. So, oh, I love that, my friend. Literally, one of the best stories I've ever heard. Man, I love oh, that. I already, oh, I already
1: story. I can't stop
0: sharing. I wouldn't either, man. I wouldn't either. You know, and I've already. Um, you know, I've always looked to you as an, even though we haven't, you know, known each other, I've always looked to you as somebody in this community, that's a very inspirational person. And I love, you know, uh, just kind of the energy that you feel anytime I see anything about you. But hearing that too, I just I love you even more, man. I love you even more. So
1: thank you
0: absolutely, man. So diving into kind of these, these questions that these kids have, the first one is just along this journey, obviously, family was a big part of that. But, you know, who else do you consider as um, kind of your inspiration or mentors to you as you've kind of gone on through this journey. You're very well connected, but who do you look up to as kind of your personal mentors? Well,
1: I mean, first of all, my dad was one of the biggest be. influence. Yeah, got it. Mean, he is—he's the one who has no talent in cooking. Yeah, yeah. He's the worst businessman you ever meet. Yeah, <laughs> he trusted everybody. He got—I mean—ripped off from every angle, and um, I watch him doing business. I I just couldn't believe how bad he was. And then I said, you know what? Why don't you start cooking? He's cutting finger all over I mean, He has no, I don't know, I didn't know what to tell him. And then he's very stubborn in a way. And then I said, how can he run the business? Yeah, I watched him working hard. I said one time, why do you have to go suffering? Well, oh, suffering makes a uh, patient, patient to good character, good yeah. character to hope. I mean, but he's not just a talker. He just showed me with his yeah. action. Action. And then I just watch his back and I say, wow, well, if he has, he can do it, I I have to be able to do it. I'm younger too, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I saw his living faith, my parents, I mean, that was so easy for me to. Uh, keep up with them. Yeah, That's there. like we, I have four kids. They're 26, 25, 23, 22 now. Wow. And then I watched my parents. I say you know what? I have to be a better example too. So every year I try my best to be better dad. Yeah. And then uh, I send a, a text every morning for almost last, uh, nine years now. Every morning, my thought, my failure, I share something with them. And then that. we discuss about it We communicate better, you know, communicate. I love that, man. And then I gave everybody my dream for each kid. Yeah. They, they're doing more than I ever expected. So That's so cool. I think parents, like in parenting, yes. you know, for my dad was a big influence for me.
0: It's huge, man. And I love to hear that. First of all, um, the fact that you've got four kids in your twenties when you look like you're in your thirties right now, too, oh. is, is pretty ridiculous. So that's awesome, right? I love that. The but second of all, man, one of the th- you know we talk incessantly at acting about the hero's journey, right? Like that's our whole our whole theme is the hero's journey, being the hero, you know, of your own story, figuring out what your superpower is, and going out finding the calling to change the world. One of the things that we continue to talk to our parents is about is you know, we're, we're going to be saying that message. You need to be sharing that message at home too. And part of that is leading by example in your own hero's journey. You as a parent lead your hero's journey because you have to lead by example so that they see that not just from us, but from you as well, you know, and that's exactly what your dad did for you. It's what you're doing for your own kids. It's so important, man. So I love that. So talk about, I mean, you are 11 years old and you've got your reverse Mohawk (laughs) in a culture that does not appreciate the reverse Mohawk. Right, so you had this confidence inside you. That's really that next question is do you feel like you were always a confident person? Uh, You know, is that something you feel like was always natural to you?
1: I mean, I don't know if you know me enough, I change my hair color almost every month, all the time. Yeah, I just just want to enjoy every moment that I have. Yeah, then I want to be unique, I want to be myself. So it's not, I don't know if I had a confidence, but I didn't really care what people said about me. Yeah. So you know, we came here. No speak English. I look different. Me, people made fun of me, but I didn't really care because yeah. I like myself who I am. I love it. What I am, and yeah. I understand who I am. So, I, you know, I just humble myself and just be humble. And this is how I am. And I think God, you know, God created everybody unique, right? Yeah. yeah. You Have to be all same. So. Yeah, man. Not supposed yeah, that, to be, nothing yeah. bothers me about who I am.
0: That's awesome. Does anything make you anxious? Like in a business, maybe in the business standpoint, or if you've got to take on, you know, you're doing the the charity event and you've got to go up and say something to people or or is there any instance where you still kind of do get a little bit of like nervousness, anxiety? Me? Yeah.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Not
0: really? Good. Yeah, no, that's great.
1: I don't know if if people say say something I'll say something in my mind. And then I'm learning, you know, every year as a person, I want to improve myself too. Yeah. So like I used to be very direct yeah I said things uh, maybe I was hurting people yeah so one time I was talking to my wife why you never talk I'm the only one talking she said, well you never gave me a chance right uh, I said, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. I have to oh. a and then I, if I start talking she said I think you you know you should think about how you said I said well what's that mean? then I Open the YouTube first guy said you have to think before you speak T H I N K is it true is it helpful is it uh, inspiring and he's a hard one is it Good. necessary I said. necessary yeah. and then again the is it kind you have to think T H I N K before you speak so I worked on that for a whole year before oh, I cool. speak is it necessary to say that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: he's like, oh, it's So a I worked easier. all year and then this year I mean, I want to be a better listener. So now when I used to do is, hey, wife, talk to me. I got seven minutes before ESPN starts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Right. <laughs> but she, I can't talk like that. Okay, got it. So now she start talking. I turn off TV, uh, put down the phone and just listen. Just you know, focus on her.
0: Like. Yeah.
1: So every year I have a one set of goals that I want to improve on myself. Yeah. I mean, I have a goal for everything, even like uh, I'm going to quit something every year too, to make sure I'm not a slave of anything. So Ooh. I quit alcohol one year for my friend who was going through chemotherapy, yep. and then I quit coffee one year. I mean, oh. every year I quit one thing, make sure I'm not, you know, addicted.
0: <laughs> what What did you quit this year?
1: Uh, I don't know if I said this in the TV, I mean, yeah. on radio, but... <laughs> So I love sports, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: I, I like online gambling, try to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's seven, let's make some money. Yeah. I, I realized, wow, I spent a lot of time researching who is better, who is better. For heard, sure, yeah. Am I spending my time wisely? I could have spent this time for people who need my time, right? Yeah, yeah. So this year, I said, I'm not going to do any online gambling, any betting. for you. Was, I mean, I thank God because of coronavirus. Yeah. I sports, I don't have to worry about it. You did,
0: it made, he made it easy for you.
1: <laughs> he made it so easy. I don't that's worry.
0: so funny. I don't have
1: to worry about Oh,
0: that's awesome. But
1: anyway, that's... yeah, I want to improve on something every year, and then I give up one thing a year. That's so, so cool. That's
0: so cool. It is it, that, that the online the the it takes a lot of time to do that research. My brother in law, he lives in Vegas, and his oh. when he's not at work, he's at the sports books. Like he's there. We did we watched a, a uh, what was it was like a twenty twenty or it was you know some sort of Dateline. It was some sort of some sort of uh, a TV program, and it was about a guy who made all his money as a gambler in Vegas, right? And all mm-hmm. of his algorithms and all this. And so they're following him around Vegas, and I'm sitting there watching the show with my wife and with her parents and we're watching it and learning about this guy and as he's going through uh one of the casinos in las vegas we look and we're like hey hey there's Ryan, my wife's brother he's there <laughs> you know at the sports because that's just that's his life man so it's a lot of time i know that right, for right. sure I
1: have much money but i was spending too much time
0: on time it. it's the time yeah oh, so funny man so speaking of money so one of the questions that the youth has Yes. Is they said, you know, if I financial advice, they don't feel like they get enough financial advice coming out of school. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's, again, one of the things we want to combat is we want them to be financially literate, including understanding how to run, you know, your own business and and understanding profit and loss and cash flow. We want them to understand those things coming out. So if you had a young person that say, you know, I'm 18, I'm graduating, I'm going out into the world. Do you have, what would be your piece of financial advice for that young person as they're about to step into adulthood?
1: I don't know. That's a tough I one. I struggle big times. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I struggle big time. Maybe I don't work. get into online gambling. <laughs> no, no, that didn't stop for a while. Yeah, when I was younger, I mean, every day just surviving, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh yeah, that was a teenager years. I just, every day, I didn't get paid. I was living with tips. You we didn't have yeah. You know, we don't have money to pay anybody. Yep. Barely living, you know. So any tip I get, that was my pay. Yeah. Wow. So I was looking at how much I was making when I was 18. Yeah. It's <laughs>
0: It's crazy. It like,
1: yeah. It was like 35 cents an hour if I calculated. Wow. Wow. But, that but talks, I mean, talk about yeah.
0: the value, learning the value of the oh, yeah. That's why I
1: told my son, he said, you know, I want to make money. When he was like 11. I say, why don't you work at the restaurant starting? Yeah. He, he's like 300 pounds. You know, he's a big guy, right? Big
0: he boy, yeah. Him.
1: So he said, okay, I work five hours later. I give him $2 an hour. I give him $10. He said, oh, I want to have barbecue, avocado. I'm hungry for lunch. Well, that's $12. You're going to put one more hour in. Yeah. He was like, what? What? How <laughs> much hours for this? I mean, since then, he learned about the value. For sure. Oh, so he did dishwashing, serving sushi bar for six years. So good. I did it. I made him do everything so he can appreciate every position. And when the Davis finished uh, studying business, yeah. now he's in the HR for us, and eventually he's. I'm hoping he's gonna take over. That's so good. So, great. so great. As I was 18, I was just working away. Yeah. So by the time, finally, I start getting little saving. Yeah. I want to make sure. I want to do my best to. Grow right, yeah. so I have to diversify. So I did buy a stock like Intel, and once did I buy uh, Intel? And uh, one more thing, I bought it for two thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, and then good 15, 000, I grew to oh! fifteen thousand. So I put down to buy a house in Gold River, I paid like six hundred fifty two dollars a month. Wow. That was hard for me to pay, yeah, but you know, I kept paying, and the house went up to three hundred thousand. So I said. Should I sell that to take profit? Yeah. So I need stock and just moving the house. That was my source income because business wasn't doing this wasn't doing it yeah so i have to kind of diversify different areas so good
0: man and i'm so glad you had him work for you know i think that's so important i mean having him work for you having him understand the value all of your children understanding the value of that money so they don't take it for granted you know yeah. it's one of the hardest things especially in the area that you know you and i live in in the same part of california and we're in a good area of california it's a good socioeconomic area you know but the kids um sometimes Suffer from that because they don't understand. You know, they think, "Oh, money comes easy," and exactly. no, it doesn't come easy. It's it takes hard work. It takes intelligence. It takes paying yeah. attention.
1: I'm you kind know? of tough, tough side though, because like my son went to Davis. He's still paying me $800 a month for 10 years. Wow. school. Yes. And- <laughs> so so good there.
0: though. So good. So good. No, I that love
1: makes, that. Make him hungry to work harder. Desired. That's right. Get to the next level.
0: That's right. No, I think that's great. I don't think that's a bad so thing. So like
1: my number four, she's a girl. Yeah. Everybody worked, but she was not quite the best sushi chef we had. Okay, yeah. A little slow. Yeah. Uh, a week, I said, oh, wow. I don't know yeah. how to, you know, yeah. spend money working here. She said, I heard a golf scholarship is, you know, available. Yeah. You're going to play golf. She's not an athlete either. Yeah. I said, Yeah, you play something because my other people, uh, kids play football, soccer, you know, they all play. Yeah,
0: yeah, I had something. Yeah. She didn't
1: make even one team, right? But she came back from school. She said, I'm in a team. I said, What team can you make? Yeah. (laughs) They told me if I get a golf bag, I make the team. (laughs) Done deal. Okay, I'll give you a golf bag. Yeah. And at the end of the freshman year, she shot 128. You know how bad it is? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm familiar. I don't I play, been, but I'm familiar. Yes, that's I tough
1: I can 128 with my eye closed.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: And I say, wow, she has no talent. And she said, I want to get a scholarship so I don't have to work too hard. I said, okay. So he, she started practicing two, three hours a day, rain or shine. Yeah. By many a year, she shot even Par 71.
0: Wow. With the
1: hoi Wine in the tournament. Wow. And she got a full scholarship in college and four years, she was a captain of her team, and she made a top 100 player in the United States, Wow! and she just won the golf tournament in college before she graduated. Good for her. She is my inspiration. If she can do it, any girl out there, if you're young enough, before high school, if you don't wanna pay for school, (laughs) just play golf. Just go golf. Oh, Does she know Nikki B? Nikki here in the area? Nikki, yeah.
0: Yeah, Nikki, I figured you know Nikki, too. Yeah, she's yeah. great, man. She's been on the podcast, too. She, came, big, right? she, she came down to campus and, and hung out, too. So, great girl. So, how cool, man. I love yeah, to
1: hear so, that. I mean, she now she graduated, and then uh, she. I want her to be a commercial real estate. I want to look yeah. for a new location. Yeah,
0: doing all that. Because yeah. my
1: goal is uh, 50-50. Why not have 50 businesses by 50th anniversary of There you
0: go, yeah. So,
1: she's in a residential right now. She started last month and she's on the second house already working
0: good for her good for her man i love that great. Yeah. so cool so what if somebody came to work because this is one of the one of the final questions is what yeah. if they come to work for you what are you looking for from a young person so it's not let's say this is not your kids this is again that young person that's just coming out of you know high school or maybe they're coming out of college and they say ah oh, Kataro, i want to come be a part of this family this community i want to work for you what are you looking for from that young person?
1: I, I, I need a I need lot more. Yeah. If I'm over 50. I need this maybe, I don't know, 5,000 more people. I don't know. Yeah. So we're excited. I mean, one, I always warn you, Like my friends who have a kids wants to work for you. I always give them a warning. Restaurant business is pretty hard.
0: hard. That's a hard business. Yeah. And you no got a
1: passion to be able to serve others, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't want to do that, I just yeah. don't because everybody made a different way. You just yep. have to find the, you know, work that fits you the best. You know. Yeah. But then, I mean, I love people, so I just can't stop sharing. You know what I know. That's why I love sociology class. Yeah. Yeah. But every month it's so that I taught over ten thousand people now. Right. Wow. So when uh, uh, coronavirus, I couldn't meet these people, so I did a virtual sociology. Virtual, yeah. That was so fun too. I get to see everybody on the Zoom and stuff too. But yeah, I mean, they're all welcome and then they can all apply and we have a lot of tests and stuff too before you get the job. But yeah. Yeah, we're getting kind of big so we have a lot of... Uh,
0: yeah, some different steps to help weed people yeah, out. Yeah, good. that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Too, we have a 12 different levels. I made a 200 pages of PowerPoint.
0: Oh so wow, people are
1: hungry every six months, they can take written tests, skill tests, get to the next level. Up. Very and cool. if, if you can get one of the top chefs, you can make almost hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you do well, yourself. but if you don't want to grow, you can always stay just making California rolls, making minimum wage. So it's yeah. all up to them how hungry they are.
0: I love that. I yeah. love that. That's how it should be, <laughs> you know. That's how it should be. I mean, really, how hungry are you? Are you willing to put in the work for it? You know, right. I-, I love that. Oh, so good. So, this is probably my favorite question of yes. the entire list. And it is what is something that everybody knows? It's common knowledge. Everybody knows this. But Taro says, yeah, everybody thinks this, but I completely disagree. Ooh, Ooh it's a tough one. Uh-uh. So where are you counterculture? So, here's my answer to that, you know, just yeah. to give you an example. Oh, okay. So, I've been in education for forever, right? For everything from Stanford University, K through 12, author. I've been in education for a long, long time. And everybody says, well, you have to go to college to be successful. And I fully disagree. I actually think not only do you not have to go to college, for some people, it's actually a bad decision. You actually should not spend that money there. You should spend it elsewhere, right? So I'm kind of countercultured than that, even though everybody in education says, go, 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 go. I said, no, you know, think about that. So anything that you're kind of counterculture on? Wow. That's a tough one.
1: That's a good question. I need more examples. I don't know.
0: That's a tough one.
1: Feels like I'm always against the uh flow.
0: going against the grain, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so if I, I think that's part of your superpower, man. You I know, know I think it is.
1: I never follow the rules, actually. You yeah, do <laughs> yeah, dude, there's so many rules in sushi. Yeah, yeah, you can't do this, you can not use a sauce, mayonnaise, you cannot, oh, yeah, all these uh rules I had, yeah, to follow, but you know, when I build a sushi bar for the first time, I have no idea about sushi. Yeah. I
0: mean,
1: then no problem, right? So, one of the guys said, I don't like sushi. I like hot dog. No problem. Yeah. I went to go get a hot dog from liquor store next door and yeah. made a hot dog roll and serve with the ketchup and mustard, right? And then the other guy came, I like hamburgers. I can no problem. <laughs> I put all the miso in it and I made yeah. a happy burger roll and then he liked it. I next love step it. You know, they they start creating farroks roll, Marilyn Monroe, roll. all yes. these rolls we created for the customer. Yeah. every rose Meanwhile, we had a two sushi chef, traditional sushi chef from San Francisco came, Japanese guys. Yeah, they make me something special. I made a Ferox roll with a shrimp yeah. sauce it up. I liked it. Yeah, they start throwing my face because they said, said one oh,
0: because they thought it was against the, the rules. Show.
1: Yeah. That's not uh, I said, well, if you study about sushi, it's fun because uh, sushi's origin is not fun in Japan, right? 2 AD China, before then South Asia, they used to do this when they catch the fish, they put it in a big pot, left it under the salt and rice for five years. That's wow, the origin, right? I
0: didn't and know.
1: Stinky fermented fish. Yeah. So if these guys are talking about be traditional, Hey, you got to come back in 5 and, years.
0: Yeah, you got to come back so then. All yeah. Wow.
1: So, I think I'm, part of the success we have is we never follow the tradition. Yeah. I wanted to make what your own once because they're the one who is paying. So, I just want to make sure I do what they want. That was a, you know, that was my thing is I want to do miss a no problem just I want to please everybody. I, want I
0: love that, man. I love that. That's one I'm of my cooking. favorites.
1: I, I never had a rural tradition to
0: follow. That is so cool. I love that. It's one of my favorite. We've done... Probably fifty episodes now. That is probably my that might be my favorite answer to that question. Oh really? Yeah, I love that man. I I resonate with that too. You know, I'm the. I mean, I'm. That's that's been my my life, and, and it's always I kind of I'm like you. I kind of go against the grain, and and you know, I'm not. If tradition isn't serving the people we are serving, then I don't care about tradition. I care about the people, you know, but, and what they need. So yeah. it's so
1: funny that if you go to Sacramento, all sushi bars, yeah, that is doing the same thing. So yeah, for sure. Every time I see, yes, I yeah. did
0: make it. <laughs> oh, so good! Yeah. so good. I love that. Thank so you. the the really the the final question: If you had a, a a life saying, or you know, if you were to die tomorrow and you say, "Look, I want to put this on my headstone. I want mm-hmm. you know, if anybody remembers one thing that I said, my legacy quote, legacy saying, whether it's your own quote, somebody else's quote." You know what would you want that to say on your headstone? What do you want people to remember from oh, Tara?
1: Okay. Um as a as a CDO, chief dreaming officer, that's my title.
0: Yes, yes. I
1: always say dreaming is free, so why not dream big, right? Oh, I love that. But for me, for my yeah. personal, yeah, I, you know, I always think people say, What's your definition of success? Is the money with the with the power, with the fame? I said nothing i mean i always say you know i want to follow what god's will you know yeah. Why, yeah. why why god made me right yeah. to do his will is my definition of success but i have okay so core values can you see it yeah you and i m is a motivate ourselves to do the do our best i is inspire each other k as a kaizen ourselves in every way you as a united as one we united N as I never stop dreaming and then I as it increased love. So K Kaizen, you know Kaizen. what oh you know Kaizen?
0: Kaizen. So I only I only know it from Makuni Kaizen or in the fountains. That's where <laughs> that's where I know it from. So that's so, all. Yeah.
1: yeah. Kaizen means continuous improvement. Oh hence for I, the better. Yes. So I keep telling myself, you know, I have to keep Kaizening myself yeah. in every way. Every moment of my life. I just want to improve on something every day. My mm-hmm. personal goal, restaurant goal with family, all the priority. That's my thing, is every day I just want to do is to take get myself in their way. So better. the other day I was talking to my uh, number four, a girl. Yeah. So how am I doing? She said you know what you have been improving a lot thank you thank you that's what i want to hear yeah i don't care about oh you you become successful you did yeah yeah if i can show them i want to improve myself every moment they they should too so
0: so good you and well i think you embody that spirit my friend and and that's the spirit of of what we talk about at acton what we talk about on this podcast i mean that's absolutely the spirit that we want to embody i'm so thankful for that man so where where can people go to hear more from you find more from you where do you want to where your location whatever you want to promote right now i want to make sure people know where to go i
1: have more
0: things to do you have time or is it oh my gosh absolutely i just want to be honoring of your time but you bet
1: One, I want to thank the community again, and people, maybe their parents, grandparents. Like when Japan was uh, washed away from tsunami, right? We created rescue rolls. We asked people to buy rescue rolls and 100% the money went to Japan. It was very personal to me. Yeah. We sold 4,000 rolls in two weeks, raised $180,000 for Japan. Wow. When Houston was flooded, I said, how about rescue roll for a week, raised $50,000. When campfire happened, I said, how about we do one day of selling rescue rolls? We raised $26,000. So by the time Paradise Fire happened, our chef said, we've been making rescue rolls. We're too tired. Yeah, no, not. So we have to come up with a new one called Miku United. Yeah. We mean kingdom of God. United We one. So under God, we're one human race. We have to love each other, help each other. So let's sell these shirts to raise money and then we raised $75,000 just selling t-shirts for the paradise. Wow. Um, Every opportunity I get, I want to thank the community because without them, we couldn't do all these amazing things.
0: All of these things. Well, and thank you for leading in that way, too, because you do. We you bring make uh, sushi,
1: and people are buying. So,
0: But it's a bit – but, you know, they're not just buying into the sushi. They're buying into the vision of what you bring into that, you know, that spirit of Kaizen, of, of growth, and and then that spirit of Makuni, of helping other people and, you know, sowing into the community. I mean, that's something that you're leading from the front. So, you know, I, the the debt of gratitude goes right back to you, my friend.
1: Yeah, and then that lastly, my personal, I, I shared with James Jam yesterday too. Yeah. I used to be short tempered, right? So I had to change myself to be happy. Yeah. So I, my goal was to be the happiest man ever. I love <laughs> and that. then I try hard, I asked God to change me. And you know, people come me up on the freeway, oh thank you for not hitting me. I'm gonna pray for you. I, I changed from here 180 degrees, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, one of the ladies from Facebook said, I had a dream about you. I said, Whoa. But I'm married, you have to come to my house. Yeah, so she said from Ephesians 3 16, 19, she said, You have to be joyous. I said, Huh, oh. I thought being the happy, choose to be happy is the most important thing, but now I learned I want to be the most joyous man,
0: most joyful. Yeah, ever,
1: right. So I asked God to give me joy. And funny thing is, more I it's like if I don't share, I'm gonna blow up, but more I shared. I'm filled with joy. That's why I like this. I love this podcast because I'm sharing my joy. Yeah. And then I get filled even more with joy. Right. So it's I want to for letting me fill with my joy again
0: today dude it's infectious it's absolutely infectious man and i've like i said you know even from afar i've always been a i've always been a fan and i'm 10 times more a fan now so i i just oh man i just appreciate you so much not just the time in this but everything you're doing you know leading in the community and pouring into so many people and you know you're a you're a legend for a reason. uh, uh and,
1: I'm not a legend. I'm just in,
0: in a good way. It's okay, and that it's okay, and I don't expect man, you to take it, but a, I, I'm glad to give Instagram
1: it. for your podcast. What's that? Do you have an Instagram account?
0: Instagram account well, for the podcast. We don't I have a personal Instagram account. I'll send it. I'll send it to you, and I'll oh, send please. you the. And I'll so send I'm you
1: the kuny taro. Okay. I share whatever I feel that day. What That's
0: awesome, day. man that's awesome i definitely will we'll definitely put some stuff on there and tag you and all that and send you everything and then when we go uh when we go live here in a couple weeks too when when the episode goes live i'll make sure i I send it over and share it because i want to get the word out to you You guys you're amazing man so yeah thank you you, my brother i appreciate you so much
1: thank you so much keep up the good job
0: there it is man mr no problem himself Uh, check out uh any of the links any of his social media but man get into a Makuni's restaurant get in there and support Uh, everything they're doing to get back to the community. And and by the way, you're going to have some amazing food in the process. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you. We'll catch you on the next episode.